Money Roots is made possible by the support of our sponsor, Rooted Planning Group. Are you ready to take control of your financial future? Look no further than Rooted Planning Group, your trusted partner in financial well-being. At www.rootedpg.com, you'll discover a wealth of resources and expertise to help you thrive financially. Rooted Planning Group specializes in personalized financial planning, investment management, and retirement strategies. They understand that every financial journey is unique, and they're here to guide you every step of the way. With a team of experienced advisors, Rooted Planning Group is committed to helping you cultivate a secure and prosperous future. Visit www.rootedpg.com today to learn more about how Rooted Planning Group can help you grow your money roots. Welcome to Money Roots, the podcast where personal finance gets personal. Hosted by Amy Irvine, the CEO of Rooted Planning Group. Each week, Amy and her team dig deep into the world of finance, making it more approachable and understandable for everyone, no matter where you are on your financial journey. From savings and investments to budgeting and planning, Money Roots brings you practical advice, inspiring stories, and expert insights. They believe that everyone has the potential to grow a healthy financial future, and they're here to help you nurture it. So whether you're a financial guru or just starting to plant the seeds of your financial knowledge, this is the place for you. Get ready to uncover the tools and strategies that can help you thrive financially. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode of Money Roots. Hello, Money Roots listeners. This is Amy Irvine, CEO and founder of Rooted Planning Group and co-hosting with me today on the second edition of Money Roots is our very own Liz Zemak on the team. Liz, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Amy. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be co-hosting. It's so lovely when I get to do this with somebody. And, you know, it's January. It's that time of year. Some people kind of probably probably have put some resolutions in place. One of them is nutrition a lot of times and fitness and another one happens to be money. So we thought it would be really fun to talk about what nutrition and financial planning have in common. <laughs> and Liz is going to be talking about three top, I would say, top picks of how the three have some commonality. And um, and I'm going to dig in just a little bit deeper on how both of them are very important to you as you plan for your retirement. So Liz, when you and I were talking as we were planning for this, um, well, first of all, backing up, Liz writes a, a monthly uh, portion of our newsletter. She writes a monthly section called Your Health is Your First Wealth. And Liz has a background in nutrition and fitness and at one point in time was doing some competition with regards to lifting and, and that sort of thing. And if anybody, anybody knows anything about that, your nutrition is key to your performance, right? So Liz has a really strong interest in this topic and we love this she does because now we get to pick her brain on the team when we're, we're wondering about certain things. So, um, so Liz, when you were thinking about this podcast and putting together your thoughts, tell us about the top three things that you think have correlation with regards to nutrition and financial planning. So my first thing, and it relates very well, Amy, to what you mentioned is that in that food, you have to, when you're competing, pay very close attention to that. Um, one of 
my little known facts about me is that I did for a period of time hold my pro bodybuilding card. Um, and so that, you know, it was fun to win that competition and reap the rewards of paying so close attention to what <laughs> I was fueling my body with. But that's my top top tip is that you need to think of food as a fuel for your body. So what your body needs each day um, and really being intentional about what you are putting in, right? So um, if you know you're going to be extra active a certain day, make sure you're you're fueling yourself enough. Um, and obviously on days that maybe you're taking a rest day or taking a little more easy, really be mindful of what you're eating. It's not an all or nothing. It's just be mindful and pay attention to what you are eating and putting in your body. Um, and relating that to your finances, it's it's important Likewise, when you're building your portfolio of assets, you're really paying attention and being mindful of what you're putting in and how that's being used when it's in your portfolio. So that's something that we're happy to come alongside and help with is what maybe makes the most sense for you and your lifestyle, your needs, your long-term needs specifically, um, because with nutrition or with finance, we like to have a long view. Um, and it's not just the lose 15 pounds in 30 days um, or get rich quick. It's how can we build these uh, habits and routines that over the long run are going to serve mm -hmm. us well. Yeah, good point. Yeah. So my second one, Amy, is that ingredients matter. So when we're thinking about that food that we want to fuel ourselves with, we need to really be paying attention to what's in that food, especially in today's day and age, right? It's not like back in the 30s and 40s and 50s where there weren't as many ingredients or things didn't sit on the shelf for so long. Uh, so that is one, as you're looking at the what you're consuming, flip the box over. Pay attention to what the calories are. What What's the serving size there? That doesn't mean that's how much you're actually going to eat, but what's the serving size? What does that look like? Um, and what are the ingredients in there? Is it things that you know what the purpose is? What the, um, you announce it. <laughs> that's usually my go-to Um and, and what the purpose is of the ingredient being in there. It may be to make the food more shelf stable, but is that good for your body? Mm -hmm. And, you know, so really, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, so Liz, I'm laughing. The reason I'm laughing at that comment is because you just said, you know, may may make something more shelf stable, but is that good for your body? And this is like, um, I don't, you know, I've gone through weight loss journeys. My my weight fluctuates up and down quite easily. And there's been times where there's a difference. And I've said this to my homily. There's a difference between fitting into a pair of pants and really should I wear those pants? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so and so. Think 
thinking about like, should I eat that, you know, particular thing because it made, you know, whatever it was that was in the ingredient made it more shelf stable is one thing than, um, you know, can I, right? So there's a difference between the two, same thing. Yeah. Sorry, didn't mean to divert the conversation, no, but I, I just think great. about... You know, the times where I'm like, okay, especially when you're on the downside, when you're trying like, oh, if I could just lose five more pounds, I can fit into these pair of pants and you put them on and you're like, oh, they zip and you look in your mirror and like, ooh, but I still should not wear them. Yes. I think one of the big things, Amy, that we see a lot of buzz around is, is sugar types of sugar, mm, you know, yeah. and there's, we could go into a whole podcast on just that. But the important thing that I want to highlight is it tastes great. I have a really big sweet tooth, um, but does it serve you well? There are times when absolutely that <laughs> cookie, that candy bar, that scone is really good for my mental health and I'm going to eat it and I'm going to enjoy every, every last second of it. Right. But it's not something I want to be doing every day. Uh, so it's really, I think the the common thread throughout this whole list is uh, just being mindful, being mindful in everything that we're doing. Um, one with investments, two with with nutrition and, and how you're feeling yourself. So the great thing on the investment side, Amy, under this topic is that when we do portfolio re- reviews. Um, and we're looking at the different investments within a portfolio. Carry on our team does a really good job of going in depth of that and looking at all of those ingredients, so to speak, that make up a certain fund um, or a company. What are the important things to be looking at to ensure that we've, you know, made a great recommendation for you and for again for the long run, um, or we're really looking at that and ensuring that, you know, the investment that we're recommending is going to work for you. Yeah. For your situation, not for everybody else's situation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, And then the third tip I have, and this is the last tip is there are two sort of buckets of nutrients when it comes to nutrition. And this is kind of getting a little bit deeper in the weeds. So just hold on (laughs) if if you're (laughs) feeling like, oh, this is too much. But you've got your macronutrients, which are your fats, your carbohydrates, your proteins. They all have a purpose. They all have a a reason to give us energy um, and a different purpose within our body and our brain function. Um, You know, there's a lot of these diets that say, cut out fat, cut out carbs, cut out this, cut out Mm -hmm. that. Anything that tells you to completely remove one of the macronutrients, avoid it. Your body needs fat, carbohydrates, and protein in a good ratio, right? Mm. So some people need more carbs and do better on carbs. I'm not that person. (laughs) I wish I was sometimes. Um, and some people thrive on a higher fat diet. So, mm-hmm. and some of this is trial and error, finding out what's really works best for you. And then on the other side, we have micronutrients. So those are some little things that along the way your body needs um, to use to continue to fuel itself. Um, and I won't bore you with 
a lot of the details there, but a lot of that is vitamins, nutrients, things like that, that are minerals mm-hmm. that, that we really truly do need for our entire body to be working well. Mm-hmm. Um, so one way I like to think of this when it comes in to terms with your portfolio is that equities equities kind of are like our, our macronutrients. We want to really pay attention to like the big picture, but let's not cut out a certain sector or focus too heavy on a certain sector, right? Um, those are the things that really can ebb and flow a lot. Sometimes we see a lot of volatility around them and you can see that in your food too, right? If we go back to um, my example of the cookie or the scone that uh, that I occasionally like to uh, partake in. Um, that's going to be a carb-heavy food. What am I going to balance that out with? And the same when I go home and I want to have a steak. What am I going to balance that out with, right? So on a portfolio side, that's where some micronutrients come in. They help fuel us for the long term, right? Um, so things like fixed income. So your bonds, your CDs, those types of things. That's what's going to drive your portfolio for the long term, kind of that safety net, typically. Um, and I say typically because this past year has been kind bonds, of a... Bonds did not perform very well. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, yeah, kind of a wild ride. But those are kind of the fundamentals that you want to look at. And I think the same with investments or nutrition. Be mindful of what you're doing. Be mindful of what your goal is. And remember, you're in it for the long run. You're not in it to fit into whatever clothing or whatever beauty standard you have in six months. It's to take care of your your body, of your health. Um, I think a lot of people try and make drastic changes and it's the same with your portfolio. You don't want to just say, oh, I'm done with this. I'm going to pull everything out. Well, that's going to hurt you in the long run. Um, So I think it's very important. Make small changes, create new habits and, you know, make everything mindful and make it doable for you. Doable. Yeah. 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 And, And on the other side, I mean, those are great tips, by the way. I love the connection between the two. And I think when people can relate to something like, you know, money is especially investing. I don't know how many terms I've times I've heard somebody say, like, I just don't understand it. I think when we can make the dots connect between something that somebody does understand, like, like healthcare and, and nutrition to investing, I think that helps explain it a little bit better. And, and quite honestly, the two are very important, both your nutrition and your overall investment health are, are very important. They drive your health in a lot of cases. In fact, Vanguard has a really good tool that we'll use from time to time. Um, it's an advisor's healthcare tool, basically a cost estimator. And we can go through and put in things like your overall health rating, your age, some of that stuff. And then the excellent category, there's things like you don't smoke, you visit the doctor only routinely, you are free of chronic health conditions. Well, nutrition certainly helps you be free of some chronic health um, conditions or moderates them if you do have them. And then like average health is um, possibly that you do smoke or you visit the doctor for non-routine care, you have one or two. And then poor health is that you smoke tobacco, you visit the doctor often for non-routine, you have three or four chronic history conditions um, personally. And that, you know, the more obviously the excellence going to have the lower cost and poor is going to have the higher cost. 
um, when we're talking about health, healthcare and investing, why am I talking about this? Because if you're, if you are somebody that is going to require a lot of healthcare in retirement, then, and you're not taking care of your nutrition prior to retirement or even in retirement, then you, your portfolio may need to be either more risky or you're going to have to make other choices to cut out other expenses to pay for your health care. So there is a actual cost associated with um, a financial cost associated with not taking care of our bodies and souls and minds too. I mean, and I think that's an important topic to bring up since we're talking about the, the, the connections that can be made between those two items. Absolutely. I think that's in today's day and age, Amy, whatever information you're looking for, you can find it. Right? Yep. And we need to be very, very careful of what we allow in our mind, <laughs> our souls, to our bodies. And it is, uh, that is one thing I'm not always great about. I can be a doom scroller every now and then, um, but <laughs> you've got to reel it in every now and then, right? So um, you got to got to exercise some discipline, some self-control. And it's the same on the investment side. Like don't make any jerk, you know, reactions. Um, yeah. The other thing too, Amy, that I thought of was when we are building out financial plans for people and looking at goals and uh, success rates on plans, longevity, what age are we planning to? Mm-hmm. Your health mm-hmm. plays a big, big, big role impact in that, in that mm-hmm. um, big role. So there, it, it really, it's funny when you say, oh, nutrition and my investment portfolio, what in the world do these things have to do with <laughs> each other? Well, actually quite a bit. Um, so, and it's, it's fun because there are two passions that I have that luckily for me, they, they do intertwine. So, <laughs> well, that was what, you know, that was one of the connections I always made between um, your financial vineyard and, you know, your, your actual financial life. There's a lot of connection there. And, and one of the reasons that we came up with the, ma- the name Money, um, Money Roots, well, obviously, is, you know, that it's connected to Rooted Planning Group. But, you know, if your roots are strong, if your health is strong, if your nutrition is strong, then your branches can be strong. And that's really the the core to what we're trying to get at here today. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. We've certainly enjoyed recording it with each other. Uh, You know, if you have any suggestions, questions, comments, or ideas for us to share with you over the course of the next year, we'd love to hear them. We'd certainly appreciate it if you hop on over to uh, the iTunes uh, radio and let us know that you liked us and that you're following us and any questions that you have, because then more wonderful people like you can find our show. Thank you, everyone, and Happy New Year. You've been listening to Money Roots, your go-to podcast for making personal finance accessible and approachable. Thanks for joining us today. Amy and her team have enjoyed guiding you through the roots of your financial journey. Remember, whether you're planting new seeds of financial knowledge or nurturing the growth of your existing financial plans, Money Roots is here to support you every step of the way. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and visit our website at www.rootedpg.com backslash podcasts for more resources. And of course, subscribe to Money Roots wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. A big thank you to the sponsor, Rooted Planning Group, for making this show possible. At Rooted Planning Group, they're committed to helping you cultivate a thriving financial future. 
Until next time, keep growing your money roots.